Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Tuesday, June 29th. Today on the show, Nashville gets a monstrous announcement for the future of the city. We visit with Tim Sullivan of Club and Country to explain what two huge crowds at two huge comebacks means for Nashville SC. But we begin with Vandy Baseball and Jack Leiter getting things started in the College World Series Final. The 440, of course, is brought to you by the Kingston Group. My family, we live in a house, as do most of you. And if you live in a house, one of the most important aspects to owning a home is understanding appreciation. If you're gonna do a big major project, like a a major remodel or a new addition, or maybe a custom rebuild from the beginning, if you're gonna buy a new home even, all of these things you have to take into account, appreciation. Well, you know who's here for you, locally owned and award-winning in Nashville for over a decade, to make sure that you get the most out of your home? The Kingston Group. Buildkg.com is the website. Check out the Kingston Group. The website is awesome. They got all the great work on there for you. So go take a look. BuildKG.com is the website. The Kingston Group. That's BuildKG.com. The Vanderbilt Commodores scored seven runs in the first inning and then let Jack Leiter do the rest of the work for an 8-2 win in Game 1 of the College World Series Best of 3 against Mississippi State. Leiter worked six innings through 107 pitches, struck out eight batters, and allowed two runs He's been largely unhittable all tournament long. Meanwhile, Vandy chased State's starter after one inning in just 38 pitches. The Commodores were going to have to win a bullpen game in Game 2 before throwing Kumar Rocker in Game 3 anyway, but now, after burning up a bunch of already tired Bulldog arms in Game 1, well, Game 2 just feels a little bit more winnable, especially if the bats can create runs like they did in Game 1. And I use the word create carefully here. Walks, hit by pitch, and one big home run, one big blast by nine-hole hitter Jason Gonzalez, who's had, by the way, a brilliant postseason, led to the big early lead. Vanderbilt scored eight runs on just five hits, so maybe the bats didn't truly come alive. But a sign of a great team is the ability to manufacture scoring opportunities when the game slows down and chances dwindle. The Doors took advantage on Monday night, showed their experience, and have a 1-0 lead in the series. I still feel awful for NC State. Maybe they would have won on Saturday. Maybe they wouldn't have. Either way, it sucks. But the championship series features two top 10 programs with two of the best sets of arms in college baseball going head-to-head for the national title. You got to put all the other stuff aside and try to win two games, regardless of how you got there. Having done that, Tim Corbin and Vanderbilt are one win away from back-to-back national championships and their third natty in seven years. And that is not an accident. Game two will begin at 6 p.m. Central Time on Tuesday night. Well, it has finally happened after years and years and years of Predators fans, hockey fans, sports fans in Nashville clamoring for a stadium series or outdoor game of some sort, a winter classic, something in this city. It appears that that is going to happen. The Nashville Predators reported, along with many other sources, that in 2022, in the middle of next season, that the Nashville Predators will host the Tampa Bay Lightning on February 26th at Nissan Stadium. That's right, an outdoor hockey match at a football stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. It is going to be an absolute party. 
And while it's been a long time coming, you have to credit a lot of things and people with this, not the least of which, of course, the Nashville Predators organization as well as the city, but mostly you guys, the fans. You guys, the fans, showed up for the All-Star Game weekend. You guys, the fans, showed up for the Stanley Cup final outside Broadway and made Nashville a destination city for the NHL and for every other sport. And the fans were loud enough for long enough that that, you the fans, are why we are now getting an outdoor game, the Stadium Series. Again, that's Nissan Stadium, February 26th, Tampa Bay at Nashville, right here at Nissan Stadium. What an event that's going to be. Lost in the noise of this weekend's College World Series brouhaha, Nashville SC gave their home fans some more late-game stoppage time magic at Nissan Stadium. Nashville dominated Montreal at home on Saturday in every major statistical category, possession, shots, passing, etc. But a goal in the 63rd minute by Montreal left Nashville entering stoppage time, trailing 1-0 at home, a very unusual circumstance. But just like they did against Toronto on Wednesday night, in which they scored the game winner in stoppage time, the boys in gold did something special again late in the match to salvage a point. Randall Layal found Abu Dhanladi four minutes into extra time to tie the game at one apiece, keeping their home unbeaten streak this season intact at seven matches. So what do these two performances mean in front of two large crowds at Nissan Stadium? We brought in Tim Sullivan of Club and Country to join us to try to explain what these last two home comebacks have meant for Nashville SC and the work they're trying to do establishing themselves in the Nashville market. Tim, first of all, man, welcome to the show. Do appreciate it. Of course, you can catch him every single Tuesday with Wes Bowling on Club and Country, the podcast of record in Nashville, covering Nashville SC right here on the 440 Sports Network. Tim, after all of that housekeeping, what have the last two matches, the comebacks, the drama at home in front of two big crowds, 17,000 on Wednesday, over 22,000 on Saturday, sort of what, what does that mean to this the, the club building a relationship with the city, not just collecting points in the standings, but actually building their brand. What, what is that? What does this week mean for Nashville SC soccer? Yeah, it definitely means a lot more for building the brand than it does in the table. Obviously they did end up getting the win against Toronto, but it's more about the exciting style of play. And uh, as much as it, it kind of stinks to have to get a, a last minute equalizer against Montreal, it's still exciting for the fans. And I think a lot of fans appreciate that when they go to a Nashville SC game, they're going to be entertained. And that's not something that has always been the case um, back since the USL days even. So this club is certainly going to be very exciting. Uh, the, the obvious hope is that they turn some of that excitement into a little bit more consistent performances, especially early in games. But what do you make of the crowds? I, I think if you were to tell Ian Ayer and Nashville Soccer Club for the rest of their home games, they're going to draw 23,000 people. I, I would bet you they would take that in a heartbeat, right? Yeah, absolutely. The, the crowds have, especially the midweek Wednesday one, actually, with 17,000 on, I guess it's not really a school night, but a work night. A lot of people are are making it out to the games that they're carving it out of their schedule. And that's something that Ian has talked a lot about how he wants this to be a club for the community. And um, certainly the community is responding to that as well. And they're showing that they believe it is that at this point already. That was Tim Sullivan of Club and Country. That's clubandcountryusa.com. And of course, the club and country podcast. I, I think Tim points out all the most important aspects of this. For Nashville SC to find the most possible success that it can, it needs to be good at soccer, i.e. winning games. It needs to do so in an entertaining fashion, which they certainly did last week. And they need to continue to attract fans to the stadium. 
17,000 for a midweek game, 22, 23,000 for Saturday nights. That is exactly the way this franchise envisioned their relationship with Nashville growing and becoming something so important to the community. You cannot overstate what last week meant to the club, to its brand, and to the fans. If people continue to get that experience, they will continue going to the games. Now it's on the club, Coach Smith, Mike Jacobs, all the people involved to continue to improve the roster and put a high-quality product on the field every single time out. For a whole lot more of this type of information about Nashville SC, the extension on the Yonder Cadiz loan that just took place on Monday, for all of that great information, make sure you're listening to the Club and Country podcast every single Tuesday. Wes Bowling, Tim Sullivan, they do a great job. Go check it out. Rate, review, and subscribe. Your Tuesday docket coming up in just a second. The 440, of course, brought to you by the Kingston Group. That's Nashville's award-winning locally-owned custom home and remodeling firm. If you're trying to make money on your home and you want to put a little money into it, and it's a big decision, don't get me wrong, I understand that, but you're going to have to make a smart decision. And so you want someone that you can trust sitting there next to you holding your hand through the entire process, whether it's a remodel, a rebuild, you know, a new addition, or, or whatever it may be. You want someone you can trust there beside you, working with you to make sure that your home gives you everything that you could possibly want, including a little appreciation. So go to the website, buildkg.com. Go take a look, buildkg.com, the Kingston Group. Remember that name. That's the only name you need to know when thinking about doing some work on your home. That's buildkg.com. Here's what I'm watching on this particular Tuesday, and man, what a day of sports, especially considering one of the wildest days in international soccer that I have ever seen on Monday. With We will begin the day with another round of knockouts from the Euros. This time we've got England and Germany. That's right, one World Cup and two World Wars. That one gets started at 11 a.m. Central Time, and then Sweden and Ukraine at 2 o'clock Central Time on Tuesday. That is how you get a Tuesday started. Of course, game number two between Vanderbilt and Mississippi State in the College World Series starts at 6. Game four of the Milwaukee Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks Series in Atlanta tips off at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Milwaukee, of course, up two games to one. And, of course, the NHL gets a night off as we've reached the championship series, the Stanley Cup Final with Montreal and Tampa. Game number two will be on Wednesday evening. Thank you guys all, of course, for listening. We do appreciate it. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter, at Braden Gall. Please share the product, share the show. Tell everybody about the 440. Just say, hey, look, we got this short podcast that comes out every single morning that keeps me up to date, you know, with some, like, analytical, thoughtful sports conversation that doesn't have a bunch of people yelling at each other. So just share the show with somebody. We really appreciate it. Again, at 440 Sports on Twitter and Facebook, at 440 Media on Instagram. Thank you for listening. This has been the 440 for Tuesday, June 29th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.